Welcome to the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. Today's episode will be one of our weekly devotionals. These devotionals are typically shot live uh, via Facebook and have been condensed down into an audio version for this podcast. We hope you enjoy the practical biblical teaching you will hear and that you will learn how to better apply God's truth to your life. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're all jumping online there and uh, getting ready to spend some time with uh, each other and with the Lord, obviously. Uh, So let's get right into our study. Let's turn to John chapter 15 as we wrap up our series here and our morning devotions on joy, how to have the fruit of joy in our lives despite the circumstances that we find ourselves in. So sorry I could not be with you on Monday, uh, last Thursday, uh, when we had that snow and ice, I fell on a ramp mm. going into our uh, shed, and it didn't seem to be a big deal at that time, and I worked the rest of the day hooking up some uh, electrical outlets and lights in the shed that we have at our new house, and uh, then by Friday, I was hurting pretty bad. Saturday, I was able to get into the chiropractor, able to see him again uh, on Monday. I got an appointment tomorrow, so... Um, trying to recover here. Uh, Monday, uh, for devotions, I was laying on the couch, and I told Ben, I said, there's no way I can mm. hardly even move. So um, so very sorry about that, but I'm doing much better. So thank you. Some of you knew that I wasn't doing well there and been praying for me. So appreciate it. Um, joy, even though you've thrown your back out mm. and uh, can't get off the couch, we can still have joy. Uh, John chapter 15, remember that the secret to abiding is obeying. The secret to obeying is loving. The secret to loving is knowing. And the secret to knowing is spending time with our Lord. So thank you for spending some time uh, with the Lord here this morning. John 15, verse 11, the fruit of joy. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you. A joy that no man... No circumstance can take from us that your joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Isn't it obvious that the Lord Jesus so desires us to be joyful Christians? Mm. Ben, lead us in a word of prayer and we'll get into our study today. Dear Lord, thank you for this day today. Thank you for all your wonderful blessings. I pray that you will uh, just uh, show us some truths from your word this morning, teach us about joy. And uh, just help our hearts and our minds to be receptive for what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Remember, if you've trusted Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you have living within you the abiding presence of the Spirit of God that desires to produce His fruit in and through your life. The fruit of the Spirit is love. The second one mentioned is joy. So let's do our review here over where we've been in the past week of study on this uh, issue of joy. Uh, to remember that if we're going to have the joy of the Lord, we need to claim the promises of God. Remember the Bible said, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, and what God has promised, he is able to perform. Now, if you don't know the promises of God, you cannot claim the promises of God and embrace them. And if, if you're not embracing God's promises, then, then what's going to happen during these difficult times that we find ourselves in, like right now with this coronavirus, 
what's going to happen is you're going to take all those burdens and cares hmm. upon yourself instead of casting them over unto the Lord, and it's going to affect your joy. So you need to remember that you need to embrace the promises of God. David said, the, the righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their trouble. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and save such as be of a contrite spirit. Even in the face of having our hearts broken by the trials and sufferings of life, God wants to produce that inward joy. I remember what Jesus said to Satan. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. I thought about that. I, your, your grandma used to make the best bread mm. ever. I remember mm. coming home from school, and she would often make these rolls, and they would she, she would bring them out of the oven just before I got home from school, and the whole house was filled with that aroma, and then she'd take a stick of butter and rub it over the top, and I'll tell you, I don't know, Maybe I could live by bread alone, at least by grandma's. But uh, the Lord Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You need to know God's word so you can embrace those promises. Jesus went on to say, he said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, they're spiritual words, and they are life. His words are life to us when we seem like we're just dying on the inside, his words give that joy of life. Mm. So we claim the promises of God. We develop an eternal perspective. Remember we talked about how that's probably the most difficult thing to do in the Christian life is to have eternal, eternal perspective when we live in a very temporal world. But while we look not upon the things which are seen, we're not looking upon this situation, but upon the things which are not seen, eternity. For the things which are seen are temporal, the things which are not seen are eternal. We, we don't always have the answer to why. Why has this happened? Hmm. We don't always have that. Sometimes the Lord gives us the answer, but many times he doesn't. And that's when we walk by faith and not by sight, having that eternal perspective. Remember, God desires us to view bad things, remember, as good things in disguise. Hmm. And so that is spiritual maturity right there. So claim the promises of God, develop an eternal perspective, and then we saw that we need to understand the difference between joy and between happiness. Happiness is based upon our circumstances. If our circumstances are going well and the bills are paid and we have good health and everyone loves us, then uh, we have happiness. But joy is based upon our relationship with Jesus Christ and upon our eternal perspective that we've just talked about here. Remember the Bible said, for all the promises of God in him, in Christ, are yea, and in him, you can say amen to that, unto the glory of God by us. So our promises are wrapped up in a person. That person is the Lord Jesus Christ. When we have that uh, uh, abiding relationship with him, we're in fellowship with him, then we're going to have the fruit of joy, and we're going to bring glory to the Lord. And that brings us to today's devotional. All right, We claim the promises of God. We develop an eternal perspective. We know the difference between joy and between happiness. And today, I want to talk about casting your burden upon the Lord. Mm. Do you do that? Or do you take those burdens upon yourself or even sometimes cast them to somebody else? We mm. have a tendency to want to cast our burdens off to someone else so that they can help bear our burden. And we should help bear one another's burdens. I'm yeah. not saying that. 
But we have that tendency, instead of going to the Lord and casting our burden upon him, uh, taking it upon ourselves or casting it upon others. Psalm 55, verse 22, cast thy burden upon the Lord. Didn't say take that burden upon yourself. Didn't say cast it upon someone else to help you bear it. He said, cast your burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall not suffer the righteous to be moved. Now, last week, Ben, you may remember, I read a quote by Dr. Stanley. I'm going to go back and read that again. I wasn't intending to do it last week, but I felt prompted to. But this is what Dr. Stanley said. Then I'll quote from him in just a couple more minutes. He said, At salvation, the Holy Spirit seals us as the children of God. Knowing that this relationship can never change enables us to face difficulties and walk through dark valleys with an inter-confidence and overwhelming joy and contentment. Matter of fact, that's what I'm going to preach on Sunday, I think, is learning to be content. How do you stay content? I mean, well, well if you lose your contentment, you've lost your joy, right? Yeah. Obviously. We should not allow our circumstances to determine our disposition. If we let ourselves focus on our difficulties and pain rather than on Christ, remember, in Him are all the promises of God, yea, we will become trapped by our circumstances. That's why some people buckle under the smallest trauma and heartache while others stay strong in the midst of more trying circumstances. So we can only be successful in this spiritual warfare that we're engaged in, and it is warfare. Yeah. Satan's trying to bring us down. And so if he can steal our joy from us, the joy of the Lord, remember Nehemiah? The joy of the, how many times have you heard me say this? The joy of the Lord is our what? It's our strength. So Satan wants to zap all of that spiritual strength from us so that he can defeat us in our Christian walk. We're not going to let him do that. None. We're going to embrace the promises. We're going to keep an eternal perspective. We're going to know the difference between joy and happiness. And we are going to cast our burden upon the Lord, believing that he is going to sustain us through this. This spiritual warfare, casting down imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Don't let Satan run wild with your thoughts. Take them captive. Use the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Dr. Stanley goes on to say, knowing, believing, and embracing and quoting the truth of Scripture will allow you to cast down Satan's lies producing confidence that God will not allow anything to happen to you without his permission. Do you believe that? And he will not let any bad thing happen that will not ultimately bring you more good than destruction. Mm. All things work together. And so, again, Ben, you can see how many passages of scripture I have here. Just let me grab a couple that would help us cast down those imaginations and thoughts that Satan uh, puts in our mind. I don't, you know, I was sitting there this morning thinking about this devotion. I thought, how does he do that? How does Satan, I have no idea. If any of you do, let us know how he puts those negative thoughts into our mind. You know, how, how does he cast his lies mm. into our thinking? All, all I can tell you here, church family, is that he does. I know that he does. 
And so we got to confront those. Romans 8, 14 through 16. We are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be glorified together. Eternal perspective. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I heard it said, those who suffer the most in this life will have the greatest reward in the afterlife. Mm. Another one from Romans, Romans 5, 3 through 5, we glory in tribulation also. Seriously? Knowing that tribulation worketh patience, a patient experience, experience hope, and hope maketh not a shame, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which he had given to us. I got verse after verse after verse here. Uh, I grab the one at the bottom here. For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps. So, awesome promises that the Lord has given to us. So let's, let's wrap this all up. I believe last time we were together, I shared that there's six, just six real quick little points uh, to help you maintain your joy, even in difficult times. So jot these down uh, because you won't remember them. Actually, I'd encourage you to jot them down in the fly. Uh, there's things in the fly leaf of my Bible that are very important to me. So as you can see here, I've just kind of jotted some of those things down uh, as reference to go back to. But number one, get over it. I know sometimes I, sometimes I say that facetiously, but it's true. Let it go. Mm. Just let it go. Just say, I will not allow myself to become bitter. I'm going to let this thing go. So number one, let it go. Number two, get over it. Forgetting those things, which what? What, Ben? Are behind. Forget it. Put it back there. If you don't forget those things that are in the past, they'll they'll be like a a, a hand reaching out and grabbing you and pulling you back. Mm. I think we've all had people pull us backwards. And that's exactly what Satan wants to do. If we if we don't let go of it and we don't get over it, say, I'm not going to allow myself to become bitter. Uh, number three is realize that God is in control. I think we all have said that. We all know that, but we need to realize that he's allowed this for a purpose. Please listen to me as we, we wrap this up. If you do not accept God's will in a given situation, that will produce a loss of joy. And once the joy is gone, you know what's going to fill its place? Bitterness, resentment, and even depression. Mm. A lot of God's people find themselves very depressed with what's going on in life simply because they refuse to accept the will of God. So let it go. Get over it. Recognize that God is in control. Number four, believe that God is going to bring something good out of this. Did not he say he would? Mm. And what he has promised, he will perform. So believe God is going to bring something good out of this. I may not see it. I may not see it for a year. I may not see it for 10 years. I may not see it in my lifetime. Well, actually, I think that's what it says in Hebrews, right? They had an eternal perspective. And they focused on a city whose builder and maker was God, something they hadn't even seen yet. Mm. Number five, embrace God's grace. 
God's grace is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think. So embrace the grace of God. And then the last one is look for an opportunity to please and glorify God in the face of the trial that you find yourselves in. Even right now, while we're all separate and are locked up in our own uh, homes, how can, I, how can I please and how can I glorify the Lord? So let's go over these six. If you could jot them down, let it go. Get over it. Recognize God's in control. Believe that something good is going to come from this. Embrace the grace of God and then look for an opportunity to please and glorify him. How did we do here this morning? <sighs> 19 minutes. Yeah, yeah, almost 20. I guess 20. that's good. Almost 20. 10 minutes sooner All than right. normal. Lord, Lord bless you guys. Ben, what do you want to add to this today? I just, as you were going through this lesson, I just thought about how many times I don't do these things. Mm. <laughs> and how That's many, why I preach from failure yeah, instead of success. I was just thinking about how many times I let silly things steal my joy. And I was also thinking that, you know, it goes back to a couple lessons ago that you did, but really we are what we fill our minds with. And, you know, people that fill their minds with immorality mm. are immoral. It's a man thinketh in his heart. So is he. People that fill their minds with negativity are negative. And I think it just goes back to what you said before. We have to understand the promises of God. In order to have these mindsets and have that joy, we got to be filling our minds with the truths of Scripture. And it's a warfare. It is a warfare. It's a warfare for who is going to control our minds. And some of it's growth, too, because I remember a situation that happened sure. recently, and I remember telling you, it bothers me that this situation bothers me. I, I remember telling you, I feel like I should be more mature. I feel like this situation should just roll off my back, but it's really been bothering me. And it bothers me that it bothers me because I know all these truths and I know this shouldn't. And I remember you telling me this is just a growth thing, you know, like next time a situation like this happens or whatever, it won't be as difficult. And there are part of it's where it's oh. just growth. Um, but really easier to let go of it. Yeah, yeah, it will. Next time he said, I remember you saying next time it happens, it'll just be easier. And then when it happens again after that, it'll be easier, so on and so forth. So part of it's growth, but and you know, a lot of times I found then it quits happening because <laughs> the Lord's trying to teach us something. Once we got if it. We can't, if we can't learn it, he keeps bringing it back, bringing it back, yeah. bringing it back until we do learn it and grow in that area. Yeah. So yeah. there's a real motivation to grow up in Christ, right? Amen. Well, love you all. Yeah, tonight uh, Aaron Pratt's going to be uh, doing the lesson. We were just talking before the session this morning about maybe some other men that we could have come in and, and teach, and I was giving him some names. So I'm not going to tell you who it is because I still got to contact them. See Mystery if, speaker. See if they'd be willing to uh, speak for us. But uh, looking forward, enjoying having these special guests on Wednesday nights. Uh, Pastor will be back with us Friday. And um, so anyways, that's, that's all I got. Yeah, pray for Sunday. I just really felt prompted this morning just to start meditating on, on this whole area of being content because mm. a lot of us are getting pretty discontent. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, not just us as believers, but the world too. And um, so what is the secret to really learning contentment? It goes right along with our joy. Mm. Uh, so there's some things that I'm thinking about there. Um, then, of course, we have our prayer uh, service on Sunday evening. Hope you enjoyed last Sunday evening, hearing from our missionaries and then learning about Donald's Bible. Wasn't that awesome? Uh, if you did not hear that, then you need to go back on the website and, 
and listen to that. That was great. Uh, Mr. Corser reached out to our missionaries, and actually this morning before this, I was able to download, I think, three different missionaries that sent us some updates via cool. video. So we'll be showing those this Sunday night, and then I got some more uh, that will be coming. So on Sunday nights during our mission, uh, I don't know what to call it, mission report report time with Mr. Corser at 530, uh, we'll be sharing some of those uh reports from our missionaries out on the field and what's going on in their neck of the woods you know i think we got one from china and one from south africa are the ones i downloaded this morning so okay so back here on friday 10 o'clock friday morning i believe right now we're gonna spend maybe a week uh looking at uh, the will of god what is the mm. will of god how can god's will be discerned um i mean how important i mean think of the most important thing in life is that we're walking in the center of God's will. So, and then be praying as as we're thinking about uh, you know uh, business is starting to open up. At least it looks like it's starting to open up. I don't know about our governor. Mm. I don't know if she's ever going to want to open things back up. But um, things are beginning to move forward. Churches are beginning to think about uh, <clears throat> what we can do and how we're to approach this and opening back up our ministries. So we need some prayer. A lot of prayer. Uh, guidance in this area. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some suggestions that are going to be out there, how we can go about this. But it, it really comes back to how does the Lord want us to reopen our, our ministry uh, when that time comes. So yeah, I've gotten a lot of questions. I'm sure you've gotten a lot of questions. And, yeah, I, uh, I've gotten people freaking out too. Yeah. You know, scared to death. And that's not, we know that. That's... Fear is not of the Lord, uh, so we don't have to be fearful about this. Amen. God has a plan, He has a will, and He's going to show us that. Don't, Amen. don't worry, it's okay. So definitely be in prayer that, that God gives wisdom and, and what to do and the steps to take, and even like uh, the summer programs, which ones to have, uh, should we have them, uh, when to have them. Um, you know, we just we just need prayer all that we. Right now, we're really not making any plans because we just we have no yeah. idea what's happening. So we can't really put anything into place right now until we get some more direction from our government uh, as far as stipulations go. So, but we're thinking. Yeah, we're definitely thinking we're about thinking, that. We're thinking. We're praying. Having the conversations and pastors so. are having conversations about this. So, anyways, we're all in the same boat. Yeah, all in the same boat. So, anyways, and we're not going to sink. Amen. Amen. Well, close. That's it. Let's close the prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all your wonderful blessings once again, Lord. And I pray that you will bless our people, bless those that are watching the live stream, continue to minister to them in their respective areas. And I pray that you will help them have the joy of the Lord and then also to just spread that to those around them. Not spread negativity and, and, and free fear and all of those things, but to just spread that joy and the confidence that you give us from being your children. And I pray all these things in your holy, precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, before you sign off, um, I really appreciate when you uh, connect with us here. Yeah. Jot things down yep. here. We see quite a few people give. Yep. If you're going to say something bad, don't say it. <laughs> all right. But got... if you have something good to add, uh, go ahead. What do we got on there? Uh, we got Doug Raby. Oh, Doug Raby. Hi, Doug. He's uh, giving us a shout out. Uh, Grandma Duncan. She says, thanks, guys, uh, for your precious words. Phil Ferraro said, uh, you know, did great. Um, love you guys. Uh, let me see. Devon says, amen. Hello, Devon. Uh, Melanie's reaching out. Uh, Miss you too, Mel. Ella Forner. Uh, let's see. Cindy Carlson. Ella, how's out. your hubby doing? Hi, Cindy. Sheffields. 
Hey, Sheffields. Give us an update how you're doing. Hen Ray uh, reached out to us. Uh, thank you for that, Hen. Have a great day, guys. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org, where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you can see what's happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.